0: Welcome to Numbers, News, and Nonsense, a sports podcast.
1: Welcome to the 13th episode of Numbers, News, and Nonsense. We're your hosts, Brian. And Ryan. And for those of you returning, welcome back. And we are recording this on a Sunday, so we're going to start off with bold predictions for today's games. And the first one is James Robinson with Urban Meyer getting fired finishes as the best running back today in fantasy football.
0: I think whoever stepping in as head coach, I honestly don't even know, don't even care. Whoever stepping in a head coach knows that what Urban Meyer did was bench James Robinson, their best player and Look where that got him, absolutely nowhere. So whoever's stepping in, and if they want a chance to ever become or stay the head coach of the Jags, they're going to play James Robinson pretty much every play. So, yes, he's going to pop off today.
1: And hopefully he does because I have him on some fantasy teams. Well, then hopefully he doesn't. (laughs) The next one is, in a battle of two rookies, Jamar Chase is held to under forty receiving yards by Patrick Sertain in the Bengals Broncos game.
0: I'm I'm going to say yes, and I have I have the Broncos winning today. I think they're coming off a huge win, and I mean they're 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 solid. Their defense is solid. Sertain against Jamar Chase. I'm taking Sertain. Nine out of ten times. So, yeah, Sertain's going to hold him to under that. So,
1: And along with that, uh, looking at the stats, Jamar Chase has kind of fallen off since the beginning yeah. of the year. So, yeah, I really wouldn't expect too much from him. The next one is there will be more rushing yards than passing yards in the
0: Titans-Steelers game today. Let's see. Um, I don't think so. There's going to be more passing yards than rushing yards today.
1: Yeah. I was about to say, I think big Ben that is going to pass seem, a lot.
0: I mean, first off, you don't have near, no Derek Henry. So yeah. that takes all the rushing right away from Tennessee. And I do see big Ben passing a lot more on the Titans secondary instead of trying to run the ball through yeah. their line. And the next one is this one's kind of funny. Um,
1: Without DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green goes off for 150 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah, I that's not happening. I don't even think he's gonna get
0: hundred yards. So Yeah, that's that's not happening. He doesn't he doesn't get more than like 20 yards a game anymore. So giving him that many yards and a couple touchdowns is ridiculous. And Next up, the boldest is the Jets upset the Dolphins. (laughs) That is funny. That is funny. It's not going to happen. The Dolphins will win this game. Yeah.
1: And finally, George Kittle and Kyle Pitts combined for 300 yards and three touchdowns in an epic tight end duel.
0: That'd be fun to watch. Let me tell you, though. George Kittle, I can see him popping off because – He's been on and off. It's all depending on the defense and it's just pretty much how well he does. But I can't say that with positivity about Kyle Pitts. I wish I could, but I just can't because, honestly, Cordell Patterson is their number one receiver, and Kyle Pitts doesn't get the ball as much as you think he would as a first-round pick. So, no, George Kittle will. Kyle Pitts will not.
1: Yeah, I think I'll agree with that. Um, And a f- another thing I think we should talk about um, is our next topic would be the Defensive Player of the Year. And I just want to read you um, these stats right now. Uh, this is T.J. Watt, Michael Parsons, Miles Garrett. Uh, tackles, Michael Parsons leads with 75 uh Watt has 48, Garrett has 45. Watt leads in sacks with 16, Miles Garrett with 15, Micah with 12. Watt leads with forced fumbles at four. Parsons has three and Miles has one. And then TJ's team is six, six, and one. Micah's nine and four and Miles is seven and six. Um and I just want to ask, like, who is your defensive player of the year currently, right now?
0: It's not going to be Micah Parsons. He's he's a rookie, first off, and the Cowboys are declining a little bit. And I just don't see it happening. He's not going to be picked as defensive player of the year over Miles Garrett or TJ Watt. It's not going to happen. It's as of now. I mean, before last week's game, we both said TJ Watt. Then Miles Garrett gets a sack and then gets the fumble, and then scores a touchdown. And that shows what he can do and what we need him to do the rest of the season. Right now, it's going to be T.J. Watt. That's just how it's going to be, unless the Steelers pretty much just keep losing and they're just more of a disappointment. But even with that, T.J. Watt's going to win unless Miles can somehow just start popping off again like he did at the beginning of the season. I'm talking about like a Bears game or something he needs against the Raiders right now. Get a couple sacks. He he, he needs a couple more fumbles. He's got to force some more fumbles. He definitely needs to be leading in sacks. But right now it's T.J. Watt. By the end of the year, it'll be Miles Garrett.
1: Yeah, I think I think I agree with you that um Miles needs to step up because when he steps up, we win. And if he wants to win this award, he's gotta bring more pressure. He's gotta get the ball out. Uh yeah, but let me tell you right this. now it's TJ.
0: Yeah, and with Clowney out today, this shows they're not gonna be double teaming whoever the backup is for Clowney. Yeah. As they double team Clowney. So that means they can put that much more pressure on Miles Garrett. So this today or not today but monday will show what he can really do.
1: Yeah. And as for as for Micah, I think Micah's doing amazing for a rookie. Um and I would see like the only way he would win this is if he gets like if he gets as many sacks as TJ. He's only 4 behind. Um but he's got one less forced fumble. He's got more tackles cuz he played linebacker. But he's still putting on a show, and it's pretty impressive. Uh, he also like has dropped like two or three interceptions, so that really doesn't help him either.
0: Yeah, solid player, but it just won't be this year.
1: And after talking about that, we're gonna move on to our Week Thirteen awards, starting off with Offensive Player of the Week. And my offensive player of the week was Aaron Rodgers, 341 yards, four touchdowns to beat the Bears. Packers are now 10-3, and three, top of the NFC. Rodgers had an MVP-level game, puts him up there. And I don't know. I think now that game showed me that they are Super Bowl contender. Like, they're, they could be in the Super Bowl.
0: I mean – I'll agree with you. Like, you can't be wrong when you say Andrew Rodgers is Offense Player of the Week. When it comes to playoffs and Super Bowl contenders, it's changed so many times. First, we all thought it was the Rams. Then we thought it was the Cardinals because they had a hot start. Then the Rams get Von Miller. Then we thought it'd be them. Then they've been choking. But the whole time, I mean, we never took the Packers out of the contenders' um, conversation. Yeah. It, it's it's going to be the Packers that win it this year. I can say that with full confidence. And that brings me to my Offense Player of the Week, Devontae Adams. Ten receptions, 121 yards, about 12 yards a catch, two touchdowns. Beat the Bears 45-30. to 30. Bears had a, a solid game, a solid first half at least. And people were actually so delusional and so stupid that they thought the Bears were going to win this game. Little did they know that Aaron Rodgers still owns Chicago. Huh.
1: And with your offense player of the week, that actually brings me to a great question. Um, Do you think, okay, who would be better without the other Rogers or Adams? Cause they've been rolling together for some years now. Um, but who, who would be better without the other? Because Devontae's always good. Aaron's always good. Like, I want to know who's better without the other.
0: Well, here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams, and then he has, like, people like Randall Cobb, Fout Scanlon, then Tanyan. They're really nobodies. Yeah. They can't do anything. You take Devontae Adams off the team, obviously they're worse. But Aaron Rodgers, he's still going to get the ball to their players. It's more as if the receivers and tight ends can even catch the ball because none of them are as talented as Devontae Adams. So I think Devontae needs Rodgers more than Rodgers needs Devontae because there's very few teams, very few times that you see chemistry like that where you can just count on Devonte Adams getting the ball like once every couple plays, every single yeah. time, that confidently. And you, there's a few times that you can say, as a QB for Aaron Rodgers, I have a receiver that I just completely trust. You don't see that that much.
1: Yeah, and you brought up a good point. Uh, like every single week for Devonte Adams, you can expect six catches a game, like looking at this, he only had under six catches twice so far this season. So, like, you can expect him to be available for six catches. Not many teams can say that. The Browns can't say that. I don't think Browns we've had a guy had mean, six catches in a while.
0: You can't even say that about the Cardinals. I mean, Hopkins and Murray, everyone thought that they'd be better than Adams and Rogers, but they've gotten so many more weapons and the chemistry never really completely hit so you can't even say that about them. You can say it about you can't even say it about Stafford and Cup because Stafford has been choking lately. True.
1: And that moves us to defensive player of the week. And my defensive player of the week, Micah Parsons, three tackles, one tackle for a loss, two sacks, and a forced fumble. Um, I have this graphic. Since week nine, he's had nine and a half sacks, most in the NFL. 16 quarterback hits, most in the NFL. Ten tackles for a loss, most in the NFL. Three forced fumble, tied with TJ for most in the NFL. So he's going off, um, and I think it's clear he's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. It's just a matter of fact of if he can pull it together for both of them.
0: Only other person that you could say has a chance is Sertain, but – Certain hasn't popped off every game like Parsons has, so Parsons yeah. will easily win Defensive Rookie of the Year. My Defensive Player of the Week, though, it, it might not look like it stat wise, but watching the game, it's completely Jadavian Clowney. One tackle, two assists, one and a half sacks. Solid game. Game winning sack. I mean, it, I was at the game. And the only thing I can think of was last year when it was a tie game. Ravens brought it down the field and kicked a game-winning field goal. The score was 24-22 to last weekend. And the only thing I could see was them taking it down the field and kicking another game-winning field goal that just completely end us this year. Yeah. And Clowney stepped up, same as Denzel Ward, so I'll give him credit. Both of them stepped up with two huge plays, probably the two most important plays of the game for us and shut down that offense so that they couldn't even get a chance to get a field goal.
1: Yeah. uh, And that's the other thing is he takes pressure off of Garrett because he's so good and so big. So not only is he getting stats, but he's also getting stats that aren't on the stat sheet. Like he's pulling uh, guards and tackles away from miles Garrett so he's opening up some spots for Miles. So besides him going off, he's also helping Miles. Yeah, for sure. The next award is Team of the Week, and my Team of the Week is the Broncos. Uh, they had a huge but easy dub against the Lions, 38-10. to 10. He celebrated uh, Damaris Thomas. Um, they had ceremonies outside of the stadium, inside of the stadium during the game. Teddy Bridgewater had two touchdowns. Melvin Gordon had 111 and two touchdowns. And Javante added 73 yards and a touchdown. They're still in the playoff hunt and in the hunt for the division title. I don't think they'll get the division title, but it's possible they could sneak in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, Broncos had a great game. I don't know what I was saying last week when I thought that the Lions would win. I completely forgot it was the Lions. And how pathetic they are. I The Broncos, they won't win the division title. That's, that's for sure. Do they have a chance at playoffs? It all depends on if they can at least try to get over the Chargers. And they need the Browns to win against the Raiders, for sure. Just so that the Raiders are done for sure this year. But speaking of that division, my team of the week is the Chiefs. They killed the Raiders once again. The Raiders... Had a big team meeting on the Chiefs logo in the center of the field. I don't know what they were thinking after they already got killed this year. I don't know what they were thinking. Mahomes, 258 yards, two touchdowns. Tyreek, 76 yards, three rushing touchdowns altogether for the team. Four sacks, one interception. 48 to nine. I understand the Raiders are having a tough year inside and outside of football, but you can't lose 48 to nine. You just can't. You can't.
1: Yeah. uh, That's embarrassing for the Raiders. Uh, One, because they, you know, went on the logo and were, like, being disrespectful, and then they lost. Um, And it was funny. Like, the Chiefs players were beefing on, like, Twitter and stuff. Um, But, yeah, once again, the Chiefs just come out and destroy – their opponent, uh, Mahomes, looks good. Hill has always been good. And then the, they're adding that three rushing touchdowns. That's that's good to see because the Chiefs didn't have to rely on passing. They actually could run the ball, which is something that they really haven't been able to do in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And their defense, uh, we were talking about how their defense was iffy, but they got four sacks and an interception, so good for them.
0: Well, oh, I wouldn't say I was talking about it because they've always had a solid defense. It's just Well they yeah. They just had to use the defense as a scapegoat to blame yeah. it on them so that they didn't have to blame anything on Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah, because he was playing bad at the beginning. Yes. Um
0: next game is- of the week. Cowboys at Washington. Just tell me tell me what you're thinking after I tell you this. Cowboys up 24 to nothing at half. What are you thinking? Uh, I would think that they would win the game. They did. Congrats. <laughs> they won 27 to 20. Gave up 20 points in the second half. Only scored three points in the second half. I, I mean, Dak, 211 yards. Heineke, only 122 yards. Washington football team, four sacks, two interceptions. Cowboys, five sacks, one interception. So it's a solid game. But Washington couldn't step up in the first half. Second half, they did solid. They shut them down. They just started scoring nonstop. But, I mean, that just shows I don't believe in the Cowboys, like I've already said. They're not going to do much like you would have thought at the beginning of the season. They're winning the division. They're going to be in playoffs. But they're going to be a first-round exit.
1: Yeah, it's – it's like sad because, you know, you said uh like Dak was your MVP candidate a couple weeks ago and now he's played so badly in the last couple of weeks. So I I really don't know what's going on with the Cowboys. I mean, they're winning, but they're not playing good football. Yeah. So I think they got to fix that before the playoffs. Yeah. My game of the week was Vikings versus Steelers Thursday night. Uh, I got a question for you. The Vikings went up 29-0. What do you think would happen?
0: I mean, you would think the Vikings would just win. (laughs) That's what you would think if it was any other team. But since it's the Vikings and they just blew a lead to the Lions the other week, you would think that it's not over yet.
1: Yeah, uh, you you would think it's over. But uh, Big Ben, 308 yards, three touchdowns. Najee Harris, 94 yards and a touchdown. They came back to make the final score 36 to 28. Um, But Kirk Cousins is lucky because Dalvin Cook had 205 yards and two touchdowns. uh, Rushed like crazy against the Steelers defense. And he basically saved them in that game. Otherwise, the Steelers would have won. So shout out Dalvin Cook because he's a – He's beating the Steelers.
0: Yeah, I mean Kirk Cousins is a vet QB, so he's good enough, but he's not taking you anywhere. The Steelers could have died it; they had a touchdown, or they should have had a touchdown, but Furmouth couldn't hold on to it. Amazing defense by the Vikings. That's one of their best defensive players all all years. So, I mean, it's it's all it just is that last play. That's all. Thankfully, the Vikings won because no one likes the Steelers, but almost blew it again.
1: Yeah. And the next up award is underrated player of the week. And my underrated player of the week, some people don't even know who this is. Um, Tyler Huntley came in for Lamar. He threw 270 yards and a touchdown, along with 45 yards rushing. And the reason I chose Huntley is because the Ravens' offense looked better with Huntley than it did with Lamar. And Huntley is like an identical twin of Lamar, except, I mean, we only saw him for, what, like two, three quarters. I think he could be better, and I think he's like a good quarterback in their system. Uh, And I kind of want to see him again. They're playing the Packers, and I think Huntley's going to play again. So I want to see if Huntley plays good or if it was just a fluke.
0: Yeah, I mean, as we're talking about the Ravens, though, I mean, there's just a couple things we have to mention. That's just that Tyler Huntley is – I mean, people may not believe me, not think I'm right, disagree with me and stuff, but I do not care because Huntley is a better offensive threat for the Ravens right now. Here's the thing. Lamar Jackson, his running amazing in his first year when people couldn't figure it out now teams are figuring it out right away so he doesn't have that that um step ahead of the defense every single time anymore yeah you, like we've said every single time the last for this whole season most of their games were won off field goals off Justin Tucker so they really shouldn't have won most of these games but Huntley can at least throw the ball now I don't even know. I just want to I just want to ask you this question because I think it's the funniest thing. What do you think about switching Lamar Jackson to the Ravens running back <laughs> and getting a solid QB that can throw the ball? It honestly would be funny.
1: Um, because I think well Lamar's obviously not the size of a running back, but he's got the speed.
0: He has the speed, he has the skills. Yeah.
1: But I, mean, I think it's kind of like putting Cordell Patterson at running back, basically. So, I mean, it could work, but I don't think they're going to do it.
0: <laughs> no, they they won't do it. But, I mean, I, it wouldn't even be their stupidest idea because you do that, then you get a throw in QB, then you at least have someone to throw to Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman. It'd be smarter sure. than you think.
1: Um. And then the other thing I wanted to mention was people were complaining about how Lamar got hurt against the Browns and how (laughs) he would have came and beat us. And I'm like, did you guys not watch the other game where he threw four interceptions to us?
0: He would have came – we would have won by at least two touchdowns. That's how it would have ended.
1: I do think we would have won regardless of who was at quarterback. Yeah.
0: So – People people just – People just want to say that just because they want to believe the Ravens are still a good team. They want to believe Lamar Jackson still is MVP running self, but he's not. Yeah. He can't throw a ball at QB. And he, yeah. as him having him as your franchise QB, you are never, never going to win a Super Bowl. That's how it's going to be if he can't throw the ball. Yeah, Exactly. My underrated player, though, I'm going to give this to Matthew Stafford just because he's been been having a hard time this season. 23 for 30, 287 yards, three touchdowns. Beat the Cardinals. I mean, this game is a solid matchup when you think about it. Both teams have been solid at the beginning, and then injuries hurt the Cardinals with Kyler Murray down. And then the Rams, Stafford had the pressure come to him, so he wasn't doing solid. So coming into this game, I bet 99% of people thought the Cardinals would win this. But oh, yeah. But that just shows I don't believe the Cardinals are a contender, a legit contender. They could be a contender, but they're not a legit contender. The Rams, on the other hand, they need to win out for me to believe that they're a contender.
1: Yeah, it was really shocking in a way that the Rams came out and played so good after not playing good the last couple of weeks. And the fact that they did it against the Cardinals shows that uh, their division is still competitive. Like, the Cardinals are not fully locked like we thought they were.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And next up, we got Rookie of the Week. And my Rookie of the Week is Davis Mills. He had (laughs) – hey, just wait. He had 331 yards and a touchdown. And he's playing solid on the worst Texans team. Like, they're horrible. And reports say that if he keeps playing good, they will not draft a quarterback next year and instead draft a defender or an offensive weapon.
0: Oh, First off, that is the most common sense you can ever have. If your QB plays good for the rest of the year, you won't draft another QB in the draft. No joke, because you have a QB that's playing good. (laughs) So there's common sense. I'm not laughing that you picked Davis Mills, because he did have a solid week. But I'm laughing because nobody ever thought that we'd have him as
1: rookie. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I I don't believe in him. I don't. But then again, I don't watch every Texans game because it's disgusting. So maybe I'll start watching some so I can at least see what he can do.
1: Oh, I, I do think he's a possible franchise quarterback. I just don't know if it's possible with the Texans because you you don't – I can't even name – can you name five people on the Texans right now?
0: I think Christian That's Kirksey is one of them. Kirksey? Yeah, he's he, um, or at least he was. Maybe he was cut though.
1: Laramie I mean, Tunsell is a tackle. You got Brandon Cooks. Okay, Tyrod Brandon Taylor, Cooks, David <laughs> Tyrod Davis. I don't um, know. David Johnson. Yeah. David Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, Philip Lindsay.
0: There we go. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> it's so we name we name six.
0: <laughs> but their team is just either players that shouldn't be on a team or players that have like fought through injuries their whole career and are finally able to play or something. So yeah, that's where they're, that's where, that's what's making them look like not the most pathetic team because they've had some solid games. Yeah. But here's the thing. You have a franchise QB right now on that team, Davis mills. You need like three years to see if he can actually do something for your team because you have nothing else besides Davis mills. You need three years to at least get some draft picks, draft a bunch of people. I mean, at least get at least get a solid vet in there to lead the way. But you can't tell right now. It's way too early for to tell if Davis Mills can do something for that team. Yeah. I mean you still have Deshaun Watson, so there's one we forgot. Oh, true. We forgot about him. We don't know what's gonna happen with him. Yeah. My rookie of the week, Justin Fields. And I am happy to say it because having Andy Dalton as your number one QB on your team and having to start him is just disgusting. So finally, Justin Fields shows what he can do against the Packers and at least one half. I'm perfectly fine if it's at least one half because you're on the Bears. You have terrible coaching staff. your are best – Offensive weapon is a joke, Allen Robinson. So, I mean, put up a huge fight against the Packers and Rodgers. 18 for 33, 224 yards, two touchdowns, 74 rushing yards. So, at least you see he has another threat than throwing the ball. Now, get him another weapon to put alongside Montgomery and Mooney and then see what he can actually do and get him some more protection. But you can't keep Allen Robinson – you kept him, and it was a big mistake because he's just a waste of money at this point because he doesn't do anything. But at least at least Justin Fields, you, you can say positively that he can do something for the team.
1: Yeah, and like you said, I'm happy that he's finally up here um, because at one point he was battling back and forth with Aaron Rodgers. So that was kind of impressive as a rookie. Um, but like you said, the Bears just aren't that good that they couldn't finish the job. So there's that. Um, but also in press, two twenty four yards, seventy four rushing yards. That's what I like to see is the rushing yards because he's he's a mobile quarterback and he's just gotta use his legs and he gets
0: first downs. So Yeah, and you can see How good you can do when you can throw the ball and run the ball, unlike some QBs like Lamar Jackson who can only run the ball. (laughs) Next
1: up is our disappointing player of the week. And even though they won, Dak Prescott was disappointing to me. He threw two picks. Um, One was a pick six to get the football team back into a position to win the game. And he just hasn't really looked like himself the last few weeks. Um, hopefully, he rebounds because I like Dak. Um, but as of right now, he's not gonna. He's not in the MVP race, and uh, the Cowboys are questionable in the playoffs. We don't know what's gonna happen with them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what on earth I was talking about when I thought Dak would win MVP. Because, I mean, how? pathetic you come out swinging comeback player of the year swinging and then you just start choking with the weapons you have oh my gosh it's it's not good but moving on my disappointing player of the week and I am so glad to say it because he's a bust Trevor Lawrence 221 yards I'll give him that you got to get some yards though so I understand that not one not two not even three but four interceptions. He's a Zach Wilson type of player right now, and that is pathetic. And the thing is, I see Zach Wilson having a better career than Trevor Lawrence. You should, I, I mean, but but then again, they were killed by the Titans. They've been killed by many teams. They don't have Urban Meyer anymore. That's good. That's good. That's a good start. The bad thing is, you had Trevor Lawrence throw the ball so many times already this season that the rest of the season chances are he won't be throwing half as much because they're going to be running the ball. So, I mean, I I don't know. He needs he just needs to I am mean, I don't even know. He's just a bust. He's a bust. And I'm happy to say it cuz I don't I'm not a fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I'm not a fan of him either. Uh, happy that he threw four interceptions, uh, Jaguars are morons, you know, the whole Gardner Minshew. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have like a top pick. Um, it would seem that they're going to take like some kind of other player, but I would not be shocked if they draft a quarterback in the later rounds as like just backup or insurance for Trevor Lawrence. And that's the thing is uh, they could get a decent quarterback in later rounds just because of how bad this uh, quarterback class is.
0: Yeah, and so here's the thing.
1: They might be available.
0: If they were smart are, with their coaching staff and everything, they would have kept Minshew and they would have started in this season. You see they start, how the Bears started in Andy Dalton and then Justin Fields comes in swinging. You see how um, the Niners start Jimmy G – and we really haven't seen what Trey Lance can really do, but the times that he has played, he's he's a double threat too with his running in and throwing. So, I mean, Zach Wilson hasn't even played every game. So you throw in Trevor Lawrence on the worst team in his rookie year, have him throw 90% of the plays, have him have one of the worst coaches ever. You're just asking for him to be a bust at that point. And... That organization is just really hurting themselves. Yeah,
1: I, they're just
0: a dumpster fire
1: right now. A dumpster it's fire. It's bad. It is bad. Moving on to our week 15 predictions, we got Thursday night uh, Chiefs Chargers. So we're recording on a Sunday today. Um, so the Chiefs Chargers game already happened. Uh, it was pretty exciting. We'll talk about it next week. But we both picked the Chiefs, and the Chiefs won. Uh, So good job for us. Good job for us, yes. And then the next game was Pat's Colts, and that was also last night. Uh, I thought Mac Jones was going to play good. Uh, He did not, so we'll talk about that next week.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I pretty much said to myself, whoever – is playing at their home is winning this game and the Colts played at home, so they won the game. Cowboys and the ugly Giants. Cowboys are winning this game.
1: Yeah, Cowboys easily uh I, I don't know if I could say easily because of how the Cowboys have been playing, but the Giants are so bad. So Yeah. yeah. The Cowboys win.
0: An underrated game. Cardinals versus the Lions. What do you think? What do you think? I think I know the you Cardinals... want to say Lions. Oh, I do want to say Lions, but
1: it's going to be the Cardinals. Uh, hopefully the Lions could beat them. That would be fun
0: to see. That would be fun to see, and especially Kyler Murray coming off a pathetic game. But, yeah, Cardinals winning the game. Jets and Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins? Yeah, Dolphins. I don't know how people actually believe that Jess can win this game. Unless Zach Wilson throws four touchdowns. <laughs> and like I said, I don't know how believe- people can believe that. So, <laughs> Panthers and the Bills. Guess who's at QB for the Panthers again?
1: Is it Cam? It is Cam. Oh and my! And what did I say
0: last week when they play the Falcons? I said if Cam is playing, they are not winning. <laughs> the Bills are obviously winning this if Cam plays or not, but – Cam is a joke. It was fun to bring him back. Panthers had a fun game when he had a solid game against a bad team. But now you're just making him look like a disappointment. So, Bills are winning.
1: Yeah, I got the Bills winning this easily. Uh, The next game is Texans versus Jags. And this is battle of bad teams. But I honestly was considering the Jags, but I think Davis Mills is going to play pretty good. Uh, But this game could go either way.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was the hardest game for me to decide on out of this whole week, and there are some pretty good matchups this week. Now, the only reason I'm saying Jags is because Urban Meyer's gone, and like I said before, whoever the head coach is for this game, chances are they want to make a lot more money by being the head coach for Couple more years, so they're gonna be smart, they're gonna put James Robinson in, and the Jags will win this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, hopefully, they put James Robinson in. Um, the next game is Titans Steelers. Uh, it could be a close game, but I'm picking Titans.
0: Yeah, Tennessee will win this,
1: and then we got Bengals Broncos. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos.
0: Yeah, yeah. We said before, Broncos are winning this game.
1: Yeah, a lot of the – I mean, a lot of my picks kind of, though, are – I mean, we don't want the Steelers to win. We don't want the Bengals to win. So, obviously, I'm not going to pick them to win if I don't want them to win. But I also don't think they're going to win either of their games. The Broncos are looking good, and the Titans are looking good. So, I don't think
0: they're going to win. Yeah, and the Bengals are looking bad, and the Steelers are looking – extremely ugly, so they're both going to lose. Falcons and Niners. Niners will win this game. Battle of the tight ends, (laughs) okay. Yeah, 49ers, uh, but I think 49ers could
1: have like 300 yards of rushing in this game against the Falcons' defense.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see 300 minus like 200, but yeah. (laughs) Packers and Ravens. Packers are winning this.
1: Packers are winning,
0: and Tyler Huntley is going to put on a show. Do you think – well, first off, obviously Packers are winning this because Aaron Rodgers is not losing to a second-string QB. He's not doing that. But do you think that Huntley or Lamar could put on a better fight against the Packers? I honestly think Huntley could. Like, I'm not even lying in my yeah. head. I
1: think Huntley could. Definitely could play better against the Packers. Yeah, and he will. Saints versus Bucks. I got the Bucks winning this.
0: Yeah, I'll take the refs in this one too. <laughs> Brownies and the Raiders. This is first off. Is it okay? So if the Browns don't have their the main players back, like Baker and all their other players back for the game and they have to start Mullins. I'll be honest. If they would have played Saturday with them, I think they would have won. But now that they're playing tomorrow night, I think it's going to be tough if M- Mullins is the starting QB. I don't know what the heck makes me change my mind at, but because of two different days, but I just don't know. Uh, see – I, I like
1: Nick Mullins, and the thing is he he I think his last start came against the Raiders when he played for the 49ers and he threw like 3 or 4 touchdowns against the Raiders. Yeah. So obviously he's played good against them before. Um I think he he is the second fastest quarterback to like um a certain amount of yards in NFL history, I think. Um I saw and He's a pretty good quarterback for being a third string. Uh, I think the Browns are going to win this game regardless of who's at quarterback, but I think Mullins definitely will survive the spotlight. I think he'll play good if he plays. Yeah, yeah. Vikings versus Bears is the other Monday night football game. Um, And I have the Vikings, but with the way the Bears played last week, it's possible it's possible they could knock the vikings out
0: yeah i'm going to chicago i believe it's a home game for them. so and it's the vikings Honestly, and it's this monday was an night easy decision for me monday yeah. night yeah so they got the spotlight and they almost i mean they they obliterated the packers for almost one full half you yeah. just have to play a solid game against the vikings and you're winning
1: and kirk cousins career monday night football record is 1 in 9 He's good It's possible he loses
0: this Monday night again Yeah Take him to 1-10 I'm excited Seahawks versus the Rams Rams are winning this game Seahawks don't stand a chance Rams win by a couple touchdowns Seahawks need to win every single game now To have even like a 1% chance At making the playoffs at this point They're pathetic Rams are finally starting to get the chemistry down a little more So Rams are winning this game. Yeah, I think
1: Rams easily win this game, and the Seahawks dynasty is one step closer to ending.
0: Yeah, and let's finish off. Washington football team versus the Eagles. Eagles. Eagles.
1: Eagles win this, and they get closer to the playoffs while Washington gets closer to being eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. Easy
0: as that. No problem. I, I'd have more fun watching the Eagles in the playoffs than the Washington football team. Oh, yeah, I would too. And that wraps up this episode.
1: And we are officially less than one week away from Christmas. And we have some NFL games. We got some NBA games. So Christmas is going to be fun. Um, and we'll put out a Christmas episode uh, next week. And I got some good ideas for potential uh, segments regarding Christmas and regarding football. So look forward to that next week.
0: Oh, man. I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) We will see you next time on Numbers News and Nonsense.